from Dallas, Texas. Find us online at photoboothinternational.com. Josh here with Photo Booth International. We're going live on multiple platforms right now. We've got about three or four cameras. I'm sitting here with my man, Ryan Salinas. Hello. Thank you for having me. So, yeah, he's on the other side of the mic, as you guys probably know him from the Super Boothist podcast. So, me and him are living in the same city, and I told him to come over. Let's have, uh, let's do a recording, an interview together. Tell us a little bit more about who you are, where you're from. All the stuff that you've done, you're working with major clients, and so I want to get a little background, and uh, if you guys have any questions, you can send it in or comment on the uh, live streams, or uh, send me an uh, email at uh, josh at photoboothint.com, and uh, I'll have my email pulled up, so if any questions come in, feel free to, um, uh, we'll go ahead and get those answered for you. So let me pull up the questions uh, that we had. So Ryan. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for coming by. It's been long overdue. A little bit. <laughs> I, I, I live on a plane, so it's really hard for me to like be in one spot at the same time. It is, yeah. I saw your schedule, so you got a pretty pretty hectic schedule coming up. Um, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Um, so yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, were, were you from Dallas? So No, I'm actually from San Antonio. Um, I, I guess I've lived there pretty much ever since I was a kid. And I moved to Houston, um, gosh, right around whenever the market kind of took a little turn. Mm -hmm. And then I had a floral and event company there and then ended up moving back to San Antonio. And I was working with the arcade group for a little bit. And then I left there and then I've been doing – I did photo booths in Houston. Mm -hmm. um, But whenever I left the arcade group – I ended up uh, going back to photo booths. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So when the market took a downturn, that was what about two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, around that pretty time. Pretty much. Yeah. Did you see any like, like did it affect the business that you were in? Uh, so prior to doing that, so I was doing wedding planning since about two thousand four mm-hmm. on, and back then I didn't. So from like about two thousand four to two thousand eight, I was making money like you couldn't believe, mm-hmm. and I was just like. Oh, this is being adult. This is fun. Like, there's a lot of money. Um, yay, let's go to Vegas. Um, I remember. Oh my God, I was such a stupid little kid back then. Yeah. And, you know, it was it was really it was an interesting experience because you know my grandfather he would always say that I would never know the value of a dollar. I still don't know the value of a dollar. Um, but back then it was money was just coming in and I was like where's all this money coming from Um, and then whenever the market kind of took a turn so I was doing wedding planning back then and it was rather interesting because I was a luxury product Mm -hmm. um, or a luxury service rather and whenever that kind of when that was the first to go away whenever the market turned mm-hmm. um so from there i was like well i i was going to do flowers um i had too many friends in the flower industry mm-hmm. um in san antonio where i was living at the time and i really didn't want to compete with them um and houston was kind of the next logical move mm-hmm. uh for me so we uh ended up moving there and getting started out there um only because i would have I would have put people out of business. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, um, so started in, in the flower, and so that's kind of where you learned the ropes of the the industry and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then you told me a little bit that you did some event production. That was at the same yeah, company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ended up uh, starting my company in Houston, and I kind of went into that business um, really knowing nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why things like Nace and um, Ilia were really crucial in me creating those relationships mm-hmm. with people because I went, I went in there knowing nobody. Um, you know, in year f- one, I think I did 108,000. Mm-hmm. And then in year four, I ended up at 1.4 million. Um, and that was just sales. Um, but the really interesting thing about that one was I was knocking on doors at the right time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was not that many people that were doing what I was doing on the scale that mm-hmm. I was doing. So... There were uh, there was actually a couple of people that um, w- had these accounts forever, mm-hmm. and there was no alternative. And the only reason why people were using this person was because that's who they were, were using. Knew, yeah. yeah. So I was the new guy. Mm-hmm. I was new. I was new. I was fresh. I had new furniture. I had you know more because right. we we sold furniture and linens and lighting and you know photo came on later and I was the only one selling new stuff so mm-hmm. I came in at the perfect time where people kind of shifted over uh, and were able to um, you know start utilizing me and kind of dump the other people nice so um, when you moved to Houston you said you were by yourself what what are some of the action steps that you took to kind of develop the relationships and and find the right people to grow your business you know um, I I did a Groupon for flowers back whenever Groupon was one a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that one, um, you know, we sold $40,000 of Groupons in one single day, and it was th- it was a blessing and a curse. Um, we gave away, uh, it was just like a, essentially a floral credit. Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic at the time because I was able to, actually the, the perfect example was I got, uh, a call from someone that said, "Hey, listen, we don't want your Groupon, but we want you to do this event because we like your stuff." Nice. Okay. So that was that was a really great thing, and they eventually became great friends. Um, it was actually uh, uh, a daughter um, and her husband. Uh, their parents were from India, and they were doing, I guess, a 25th wedding anniversary. Mm. And so we, I will never forget this event. We ended up going to the Omni because that's where they were staying. And I met them there and I was, I mean, back then I would like, you want me to go, you know, to your office? I'll go to your office. You want me to go coffee shop? Great. Let's go. go. You want to go to dinner? Great. Let's go to dinner. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, well, now you're coming to me. Now yeah. I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, but it was, it was really cool because we had cocktails. Um, she was like, oh, well, we want to do this. I came up with the idea of doing you know, uh, a cluster of florals. So we did, um, you know, a tall arrangement of dendrobium orchids. You know, we did uh, a short arrangement of roses. Mm-hmm. We did a medium one of hydrangea. We did another one of, um, I think we used like mokara orchids. And then we did another one of um, like a little like mums. And it was, it was just like a deconstructed mm-hmm. version of a regular arrangement and she just fell in love with it and it was like seven pieces of glassware per table and it was you know 20 20 tables so it was I don't know what what is that 140 pieces Mm -hmm. of glass um I mean it was a lot it was a lot of glassware and so we did that event and she was incredibly happy they gave me a thousand dollar tip and I was like well all this glassware is yours you know where would you like me to mm-hmm. load it or send it and she goes you just keep it don't worry about well, it yeah. and that was such a ble- first of all I have never gotten another tip after that <laughs> in Houston um, but you know it was a one thousand dollar tip for everyone but um, 
no, that that completely changed the business because I was able to, um, you know, have an inventory of glassware, mm-hmm. and now that got my start. So, in a city where I had I had I knew what I was doing, I'd been doing it for a while, but I not on this scale. Like right. at, after at, whenever the market turned, it was like okay, now it's the big boys. Mm-hmm. Now it's like now we need to start selling. Right. Um, so. At what point did you uh, in- incorporate the photo booths? So we always would joke about how... So our logo was uh, three different dots. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a flower dot, it was a furniture dot, and it was a lighting dot. Mm-hmm. And we always would joke how every year we would add a different dot to the business. So mm-hmm. it was... And it, we actually did some really cool graphic design with our collateral, and I really appreciated that. Um, but we were able to um, do like... Uh, it was like a really cool postcard and it was like a quote but it was like a dot made up of photos it was mm-hmm. really cool um, the dot for the photo booth kind of came I think three years later mm-hmm. um, and that one that one I started on Groupon as well nice so you, you told me the Groupon story about um, so you started the flower on Groupon and then you did a Groupon later for the photo booth yeah okay. yeah um, with that one it was back when it was one a day and the interesting thing was we never like we came up with like a very basic bare bones package it didn't include delivery mm-hmm. it just included like the photo booth popping out two strips if you wanted customization if you wanted you know delivery outside of a certain area if you wanted and Houston is so big right. and people in Houston do not mind paying for delivery mm-hmm. fees it is just it is massive um, so that's where we were able to make up additional revenue and so um what what are some of the upsells that you had with the photo booth whenever you had it on Groupon? Um, we would do memory books. We would do unlimited printing. We would do the customer. It was really bizarre because the stuff that you can do now is nothing compared to what you could do back then. Right. Back then, it was like so bare bones. Yeah, yeah. And um, if you were to start over, would you use Groupon as a, as a mechanism to, to grow your business? You know, I don't know. I I it was that was just the way how it happened for right. me, and I don't know if I would change anything. I don't know if because those relationships that I got from there. That's the thing with Groupon is you have to do a lot of the crap mm-hmm. to get the really good ones. Right, right. I mean, I got I did a delivery. Gosh, it got me my Cartier claim. It got me, and actually, that's the thing is. So Groupon, we delivered something to someone. That person just happened to work for Cartier. Mm-hmm. That person ended up having us deliver this massive arrangement whenever. So whenever Cartier would screw up, which is crazy, they, I mean, they would just send, like, literally send $500 worth of flowers to someone yeah. because they screwed up, like, someone's ring or something, wow. whatever. And, I mean, we're talking, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars of a yeah. ring. Like, so we would go deliver this stuff, and that person was in River Oaks, and their next door neighbor said, "Oh, who did that? Mm-hmm. That's how I got the Barack Obama event." Right. I mean, how, how does this happen? Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I, and, you know, I wouldn't want to change it any other way. I mean, that's just how it was supposed to happen for me. So just putting yourself out there, taking. I know there's a famous quote that um, opportunity is disguised as hard work, mm-hmm. and so I know, you know, no, or or success is whenever. Opportunity meets preparedness, something like that. Sounds right. <laughs> Along the same line. Um, but yeah, a, a lot of people pass up on those type of opportunities. It's like, oh, we're not making enough money. It's too, you know, it's too saturated or whatever. But there's still a lot of opportunity out there. Um, we actually did Living Social 
back 2000, I think early 2013. And I mean, our phones would just be ringing off the hook. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, tell us about. You said you had six phone lines that time. Was that the phone yeah, yeah, the yeah. So at, uh, that was Flowers, yeah. actually. Um, so the way how it worked with Groupon was they said that for every like 500,000 people in that market, you were supposed to have a phone line mm-hmm. for. So we ended up having we had a VOIP line at, at that time. So it was just installing phones to internet right. is what we were doing. And have each phone as its own like little like directory or whatever, mm-hmm. um, but we had six phones going all at the same time, mm-hmm. and I mean, the the thing went live. We opened up I think at eight thirty. I mean by nine o'clock we had sold. Right. I don't know how much, but it was it was just absolutely insane. And there's nothing that is around today that can compare to that level of craziness. Right. Like literally overnight, yeah. this stuff would happen. Yeah. A lot of people went out of business because of it. Too much yeah, yeah. People were saying, like, it's kind of like, you know, whenever Walmart comes into a rural right. area, oh, it destroys, like, you know, there's a little vacuum cleaner person that's been there for 20 years, and the vacuum cleaner <laughs> aisle in Walmart just knocks the guy out. Right. I mean, it was, it, it was that kind of thing. Like, you didn't have – there's nothing that exists today that was like the overnight success that you could get from Groupon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So some of the other questions that I had, um, did you have a college degree? I I have oh this is hard. Um, what happened? Yeah, the camera. Something stopped. happened. Yeah. Um, I got up to my junior year and I ended up dropping out because my business got so big. Wow. So um, junior in college? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, what what were we going after? Uh, radio TV film. Oh okay okay good. Yeah, okay. and a communications degree, yeah. which is like such a stupid degree now, yeah. just because like. Everyone that has an Instagram account thinks right. they have a communications degree, but it's right. so completely different. There's a lot of doctors and advice and health experts out there on Instagram, and everybody's posting it. Um, but, I mean, it has helped you with, with your business. Oh, right sure. Now. Oh, right. sure. Yeah. I mean, what I, what I really hate about this is, like, you know, my favorite, my favorite class that I really learned a lot about that I didn't know at the time was business law. Mm-hmm. Granted, I only went to the first three classes because it was at 8 o'clock in the morning. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so, how have you uh, developed the skills that you have to uh, to foster those relationships and pure and, dumb luck? Yeah. It has been pure dumb luck. I don't. Some Ismail asked me all the time. He's like, "How do you do this?" I was like, "I pick up the phone." Yeah. Like, I, 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 I wish I could say, "Hey, I went to this store, yeah. I bought this package, and then all <laughs> this magical stuff happened." But that it's just. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's personality. I don't know if it was right place, right time. Yeah. I don't know if it was just you know what I had to offer. That was another thing is whenever I did uh, I did this one wedding um, right around uh, – so I still had my San Antonio book of business mm-hmm. whenever I was in Houston, and I was kind of doing the back and forth a little bit. And there was one wedding that I did where I must have overordered maybe 50 Symbidium orchid stems. Wow. And those things are like 20 bucks each. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what do I do with all this stuff? Well, I had a whole bunch of glassware. And so what we ended up doing was um, making all these arrangements. I made a list. I went to MPI. Excuse me. I went to NACE. I went to, uh, it was called ISIS at the time. And I like, which they have changed <laughs> it for obvious reasons. Um, but I mean, that was really yeah. right around the time they changed the yeah. name. But I created a list of every single catering director, every sales manager, um, every wedding planner, mm-hmm. a- anyone that had an office. I went and we had 
easily 60 arrangements. I just wrote names one by one, and I sent the guys out. I said, go deliver these. And I just delivered these arrangements to everyone that was on those lists that were members of those organizations. And it was really interesting because I kind of got some back out of that. So, But back then, you know, now we think of conversion. I mean, I'm pretty sure I converted 5% of those, which you don't think of that stuff back then because it wasn't a buzzword back then. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I got – I remember there was one person that I am still friends with today that sent me an email. She was like, you got my attention. Mm -hmm. Like, no one has ever done this. Like, I mean, it was just kind of thinking outside of the box a little bit. Right. And so I I think a lot of people overlook that as well. Um, I mean, we work with some venues. We take them donuts and uh, flowers and stuff like that. Amazing the things that people do for food or Klondike. (laughs) Pizza. I mean – just go on that extra mile because most sure. of the vendors that are coming like, hey, can we be a uh, preferred vendor? You know, and they just everybody just wants, wants, wants from them, and so uh, go on that extra mile and uh, do something. Well, it's also out like finding like a, a couple of preferences because you know there are some people that you know you could bring pizza. And, oh, I'm vegan. I'm sorry, I can't eat any of that. <laughs> you know, and just yeah. you know, I mean. Here's your bottled air, I yeah. guess. I don't know what you get a vegan. <laughs> um, but but just doing that research and finding, like, what that person would enjoy and making right. that person feel, I guess, taken care mm. of the way how you would take care of your clients, the way right. they take care of their clients. Yeah. And so just having one relationship, even whenever we first started off, uh, we met another venue at a trade show that was across from us. And so, you know, we were nice to them, and, you know, I think we went to the – uh, to get some food, and we had brought some, you know, food and snacks back to them, and you know they were appreciative of that, and that relationship had led to you know thousands and thousands of dollars worth of business uh, for us over the years, and so, so yeah, so put you know effort into uh, relationships. Um, so let's see. It's died. It's dying. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, let's take a look here. Oh, it has a 30-second delay. Oops. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. continue. All right, so uh, do you have a morning ritual? No, I don't get up in the morning. You don't? Okay. No. Um, what I do have is I, uh, you know, no, I stay up so late, mm-hmm. so I don't, uh, my schedule's a little bit off. Yeah. And I used to get a lot of crap from people, like, oh, like, you sleep in, oh, right. whatever, like, I, I'm just not apologetic about that anymore. Right. Like, I found what works for me, what works for my schedule. So, I mean, I got in late last night. I stayed up. I did, you know, a whole bunch of... I, I always work at night just because the phone stops ringing. Right. People right. stop texting. The email stops popping up. I mean, I'm able to just accomplish a lot more in that amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm the same way as well. Um, but, yeah, never ending. Oh, you wake up too late. You get to the office too no. late. That kind no, of no, stuff. No, 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 no. I don't... I don't <laughs> I don't. I don't work for yeah. you. I don't. No, no, no. I don't. I don't have that problem. I think. Yeah. So I know, I've, I've learned yeah. to not have an issue with that. Yeah. So I know you posted the other day about um, sending messages late at night to venues or something like that. Yeah. You know. So since you're you're up late, how do you handle that? If you have to send a message, to somebody, do you use any tools like Boomerang or something like that? What do you mean? Uh, like how do you like you working at night right yeah. let's say if you have to communicate with a client mm-hmm. you just wait till the morning to do that um no so I I mean if I get an email that I needed to respond to that day that mm-hmm. I didn't I'll just fire it off I don't yeah. care if it's at 4 in the morning okay I mean that's another thing is whenever like you travel so much it just needs to get done I don't right. care what time it gets right. done right. so I mean it. I mean if they're th- that's another problem is 
I really hate it whenever, mm-hmm. like, someone says, oh, you know, can you, like, have a conference call at 3 p.m.? What time zone? Yeah. Like, tell me, like, I need more yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah. So, um, no, I don't I don't think I really care about that. Mm-hmm. Just whenever, so long as they have the information for me. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so, you're coming out with a lot of PDFs now to give back uh, in- information. What, what led to that? Uh... Truthfully, there are a lot of people that message me. I get about 10 messages every single day from someone. Hey, can you help me with this? Hey, Mm -hmm. you know, I have a a problem with this or how do I fix this? Or I mean, and it was just easier just to to say, you know, here is, I guess, a a thing that I've put together that is comprehensive, that Mm -hmm. is everything that I know. And I also offer um, uh, people to schedule appointments with me. Right. So if you, for example, the permanent install thing is, you know, I did a blog about it. We did a podcast on it. There's a PDF on it. If you cannot get the information that you need from all that stuff, then schedule an appointment right. with me. Um, I mean, because we put out a lot of content. Yeah, I do. think right yeah. now we're, you know, at our 50th episode and mm-hmm. there's just, we've put out a lot of information on there. Yeah. So if, if you just take the time to listen to that stuff right. and then if you have questions then come to us yeah so you can find their uh, podcast Super Boothers uh, podcast on iTunes and now on Spotify yeah and we're on Stitcher and Stitcher and um, one other thing that I guess Android people use oh, but. Okay. <laughs> yeah I can play maybe something. Google Play that's Google it play. Google okay. Play cool um, so yeah so uh, permanent install so a lot of people want that obviously you don't have to maintain it, and you got monthly income coming. Well, in. you still have to maintain it. I mean, you still have to make sure that I mean, your you don't clients have to physically happy. be there. Sure, sure, sure. To have an attendant. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you still have to maintain, you know, the relationship and maintain, you know, the graphics. Mm-hmm. And if new stuff comes out, just yeah. say, "Oh, listen, hey, this just came out. Like, let's do, you know, mm-hmm. this for you." I did that with one of my clients whenever the animated overlays came up. Right. So it was like, "Oh, right. well, I just updated it. Like, take a look at my channel. Oh, it's so cool. La la la." So right. yeah. What do you know? What episode that per, uh, permanent install? I have was? no idea. <laughs> I have yeah. no idea. People, people will message me and say, "Hey, listen, you said this in episode fourteen yeah. at like timestamp, you know, eight minutes thirty seconds. I'm like, I don't yeah. know what I said. Please refresh my memory." <laughs> All right. Um, so that'll be coming out uh, this Monday. Sunday. 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 Okay. Sunday. So check it out. Um, where can they find it online? Uh, at ryanslingus dot com, and okay. then just click on courses. Cool. So that's mm-hmm. coming out. Um, we have some. Uh, um, we have a photo booth in there for a permanent install. Right now, we have a kiosk in Reunion Tower, and uh, that's the big ball yeah. thing in Dallas. <laughs> if you guys didn't know that, so looks like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have a we have a permanent install in there. You know, it's making money for us. We log in remotely and um, you know check on things. And you know, with the printer that we have, it can do up to seven hundred prints. So uh, that information will be found in Ryan's PDF. So make sure to check that out. Um, so what's the worst event that you've done where everything's just gone wrong? Oh, shit. Did you, was it, you did that strip club event? Was that you? That was actually not that bad of an event. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I did that just purely as a social experiment. Yeah. Um, social. That, was not the wor- that was not the worst event that I've ever done. Um, the, are we really getting into this? Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, so there was one event that really kind of sticks out um i was still doing wedding planning and this client came in from a referral this was pre-crash so they had money to blow um yeah gosh this is really jogging my memory 
Um, they did this event. She was cautious about the money she spent, but she had a lot of it, and she was blowing it mm-hmm. up. Like she spent forty grand on her dress. Like yeah. I mean, it was just insane. Right. Um, she hired, but yet she had a barbecue company come in and do her food. So it was very, very, very bizarre. Um, that was one of those weddings where everything that could go wrong mm-hmm. went wrong. Um, she expected a lot out of me that was just not in my contract, that mm-hmm. was just beyond the scope of what I was providing. Um, you know, she had very specific requests on things that she needed done like she wanted like a flute she wanted like a trumpet and she wanted three strings like it was like the most random like request to ever have yeah yeah yeah. i don't know why i mean i'm assuming there were there was like some sort of like reasoning behind it um anyways the caterer came in trashed the kitchen she didn't want to pay for anyone to come clean it up so she expected me to clean it up there was grease everywhere we had we had a, a gobo um, with her lighting, and the gobo blew a bulb, which wouldn't happen now because now they're all LED. Right. But back then, they blew a bulb. The bulbs were like a hundred bucks, and you had to special order them. And it wasn't like that one. That one happened. Um, her cake topper, I gave to my assistant. My assistant left in her car. Her car got broken into the night oh before. That was gone. I mean, literally, just one thing after the other. Um, there was I, I, one problem after the next, and you know, the next morning, um, and it came from a referral from a friend, and she did her photo. Actually, the, her friend was a photographer, and that's how I got it. She was very unhappy with her photos. Mm-hmm. She thinks she looked ridiculously horrible. The woman was gorgeous; like she had blonde hair, blue eyes. I mean. It was just insane. Mm-hmm. Just that level of stress is something that I do not miss at all. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't mm-hmm. miss it. I mean, I had – there was one where – oh, 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 never mind the thunderstorm and the flooding. I completely forgot about that one. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things where just problems, problems, problems. Right. Well, you got through it. <laughs> I did. I did. And actually, yeah. I – What changes did you make after that event? Did you do any – Oh, I stayed in bed for a week. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get that stuff used to really get to me. Right. Like I used to I used to really um like go through like local magazines, like whenever like it was actually called wedding pages back then. Mm-hmm. Um and since then is now the knot and sometimes depending on which market you're in has split off um and created their own independent um publication. But anyways, back then I used to like go through these magazines, you know, it come out once a year. I would rip through that thing. Well, who did this event? Well, who is their preferred here? Well, who did these flowers? Or who did this styled photo mm-hmm. shoot? Back when styled photo shoots weren't even a thing, now they're just, I mean, people do it just because it's a Tuesday and they need it for their Instagram. Right. Um, but back then, I would really stress about what other people were doing. Mm-hmm. And I just, I do not mess with that now. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Uh, you've came, you've you've had your share of... Uh, <laughs> of the photo booth market oh, and disasters sure. and stuff like that. Um, so I have some questions here from uh, some of our customers. And if you guys have any questions watching live, uh, send them to my email, um, josh at photoboothint.com. I'll refresh my email here so I can take a look. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, so, yeah, the first one I got from uh, Edward. Uh, he says, What's, what is your approach when presenting your company to a client? Do you first send an email do you go directly to the client sites? Uh, who do you ask for? What do you tell them? 
what does he mean by that? Um, I'm guessing he means uh, maybe a venue or something or a partner. I don't. I partner don't. Yeah. I don't. Um, you know, I I don't do as much. Uh, I all my business is pretty much referrals. Right. Um, so I just don't. I, I don't do that anymore. Okay. I mean, that's uh, whatever I used to do. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. People comment all the time on how like, oh, I need to send a deck, or right. they're all about the deck, and I just I don't care about that. I right. think that I would much rather go over to someone. It's easier whenever you do an event at that venue. Mm-hmm. So there there's a venue over here where um, I guess we did this. It was a little Friday wedding. Just went over there, set up a little photo booth. You know, this was, you know, two years ago, and she was saying how, you know, oh, uh, I was just chit-chatting with her. Mm -hmm. Well, oh, well, who does the catering? Well, oh, I do, and oh, this is pretty, and oh, you know, do you think they're going to drink tonight? And, Mm -hmm. you know, just, you know, you can kind of, like, tell from the group or whatever. And you just start making the relationship first, and then next thing you know, I was like, oh, well, let's go to lunch on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. She's like, perfect. I was like, she goes, we can eat here. I'm like, no, no. Because a venue always eats at whatever venue there is. Like, right. their hotel, they can always just sign off on that check. Like, right, hey, right. like, no, 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 don't do that. Just let's go off property. Yeah. Let's go have some fun, you know? And even if it's, I don't know, Jason's Deli or just something little mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, hey, let's go to Chipotle. Like, yeah. it, make it a big joke or whatever. So we're going to Chipotle after this? I, I, yes, I need to eat. Yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, no, I would just make the relationship first hey you know let's go eat after this and then next thing you know i got a call that next week and she goes hey listen we have an open house the photo with person that i normally use i don't really like them can you do it right sure exactly just for one one meal investment for sure or if you or if you don't like you know if you were chit-chatting with them over sprinkles cupcakes oh my god those cupcakes are so good have six delivered to her the next week thank you so much i really enjoyed meeting you don't sell anything. That's the dumbest thing you can do is sell something right up front. Mm-hmm. Don't say, how can you give me money? Say, how can I solve your problem first? Right. Right. It's good stuff. Yeah. This is the gospel yeah. coming out of here. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be delivering some cupcakes to my clients soon. Right. All right. So uh, that was from Edward. So thanks for sending that in, Edward. You, Edward. Shout out. He's uh, in between Austin and San Antonio. He just got his prime photo booth from us. Oh, sweet. So um, next one I got here from Frederica Collins. Hey, Frederica. Thanks for uh, tuning in and sending in your question. Uh, So what approach do you use to close the deal booking? Uh, What workflow items slash checklist do you prepare for your event to start uh, from start to finish? Uh, So what I do do to close the booking is... I do a lot of follow-up emails. Yeah. Um, so I actually have a PDF on the seven follow-up emails that I use mm-hmm. that I put into my CRM system right. that are sent automatically yep. that look like they're coming from mm-hmm. me. Um, so I don't I don't really do a lot of phone work. Mm-hmm. Um, what those emails are meant to do is meant to tell the customer, hey, listen, this is – we email. Right. I want you to email me. Right. Um, we do have – and we actually send out text messages mm-hmm. if they – uh, agree to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they text, I'll text them back and forth. And yeah, it's fine. Now, are you texting them from your personal number? Or? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. I have an app that does okay. that. So what it comes from the that? main line. Um, it's actually a hack. Um, so I had to create my own app to do this. Mm. Um, but I did it with um, Twilio and uh, IFTTT. That's if this then that.com. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, 
what number are you texting from? Like a business line? No, or? so it's a Twilio number. Okay. Um, so that Twilio number is hooked into our photo booth as well. Um, like I, you can hook it in with like Darkroom or whatever, yeah. or Snappick or any of those. Um, and then that that number, whenever they text it, it mm-hmm. goes to me. Mm-hmm. And then I have a little applet that I designed that I can type in their number and type in my response. Nice. So I can okay. go back and forth. It's a long way around it, but if they call that that Twilio number, it goes to the main line. Okay, good. Yeah, that's usually the problem that that I've run into where it's like you get these numbers and you're texting, and then they call it, and then you know rerouting the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's a new there's a the app that we use for our phone system is called Dialpad. So you guys they have a free, oh, really? yeah they have a free version and a paid version. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, it does support texting and stuff like that. Yeah, I use uh, Ring Central, and mm-hmm. I think it supports texting as well. It does, yeah. yeah. Okay, I've tried Ring Central. I don't know. I just I didn't like it. For I've so had much, Ring but... Central since the very beginning, like since actually Groupon mm-hmm. days. So I don't know. I think that's why I'm a little like partial to it, right. just because like it helped me like, get through <laughs> those like, calls. Yeah, through. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cool. Well, that's all that I had uh, as far as my questions. Uh, any last-minute tips for uh, people that are starting? Or... You know, it's easy to get yeah. discouraged whenever you are just starting out a photo mm. booth business. Um, I know that you just kind of think of, well, what can I do to, you know, get business or whatever. Mm. Um, you know, I- I've never done Google AdWords. If you have the money to blow, Google AdWords is the way to go. Um, and Not I... blow. It's an investment. Sure. Yeah. In the beginning, it may be a blow. No, in the beginning, yeah. you're blowing it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. that, that's the thing is you kind of have to sp- – I've always been told if you don't have $1,000 a month to spend on Google AdWords, mm-hmm. just don't even bother yeah. with it. I mean, you're not going to do anything with 20 bucks. Um, yeah, not 20 but no. definitely not. I don't need 1000 at least. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But anyways, but that's just kind of what it's been told to me. But it's, it's always easily – it's easy to get discouraged whenever you are – starting out a photo booth business and you know where are these clients going to come from and you know am I going to quit my job and you know what about health insurance like there's just a lot of other things that come around it um one thing that I really have learned is just to my thing has always been just just to set the relationship with the customer Mm -hmm. I would much rather spend you know an hour or two with someone that can give me recurring revenue versus someone that you know is only going to use me for Mm -hmm. one event so I'm obviously going to put the time into you know, planners and agencies and, right, okay, gotcha. you know, partners, yeah, catering, allies, yeah, yeah, hotels and that kind of, that's mm-hmm. always been my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's really hard to get started and hard to get out there. And, you know, I would reach out to, you know, local organizations like MPI and NACE and ILEA. And those things are kind of the things that really helped me in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the truth is a lot of them are clicky. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just kind of how it is. That's kind of, I think, how any industry is. Um, you go... You know, to a meeting, if you have something, just say, hey, listen, I have something really cool. You know, show off your best work. These people have seen it all. Don't go there and do, you know, oh, this photo booth, it prints out two strips. Can you believe that? No, no, no. <laughs> you need to do something a little bit cooler because right. these people have seen it all. Um, so whenever you have something like that, you know, obviously show it off. And that that's the way that I think I've, I've started is really like creating the relationship mm-hmm. first. All right. So, yeah, guys, you heard that. Um, and it, it is, you know, intimidating when you see Ryan. You're like, yeah, he got, he got on Groupon, and I'll never be able to do that. You know, just, just start. It's different. Started, it's different now. It's different mm-hmm. now. And back then, it was, you know, the glory days. But you know, now not so much. Um, but there's still a lot of opportunity out there. Oh, but for you do sure. have to put in more work uh, to to get it. You know, uh, it's not just picking up the phone call and getting this on Groupon. No, you know? not at all. So, 
Vayer, well, thank you for joining us. Thank you so uh, much. I appreciate it. Yeah, well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. This is Josh with Photo Booth International. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, pbitv.com. Check out the Super Boothers podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. And follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> uh, just do everything on every platform. You'll find us. You'll see us on there. Uh, thanks, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye.